New set of downs from the 41 of Cincinnati. Play fake. Trubisky floats it outside. Zach Gentry. Big Zach Gentry breaks free inside the 10. It's now time for our weekly conversation with Eldorado Eagle, Michigan Wolverine, and Pittsburgh Steelers, Zach Gentry, on ESPN Radio 1017 The Team. Presented by the Sports Bar at Sandia Resort and Casino, close to home, far from ordinary. Now, here's Zach Gentry. This is that we all Welcome back to Team Talk, live from the Sandia Sports Bar. And boy, do we have a beautiful view of the Sandias right now. And uh, there's 52 TVs on. We've got the Rose Bowl on. We're getting ready for Monday Night Football. We got it all going on here. And what we also got going on is talking to Zach Gentry, number 81 of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Do we have you, Zach? There's been a little bit of technical difficulty in the past. I want to make sure we got you loud and clear. I'm I'm on I'm all good on my end. Can you hear me, Joe? Yeah, all good. Okay, all right. We're gonna get into this win last night, thirteen to ten in Baltimore. Okay, but we're sitting down, getting ready to enjoy the Sunday night football game. And here they, you know, they have uh, all the offense and defensive players introduced. And there you are, and you you said Zach Gentry, uh, Michigan Wolverines. At any point, did you think about saying Zach Gentry, Eisenhower Middle School, or no? <laughs> um, you know, it was a uh, it was a toss up, man. I could have said uh, Monta Vista Elementary, uh, okay. Eisenhower Middle School, but uh, at the end of the day, I just I had I had to go with the alma mater. Yeah, yeah, you're well, a Michigan guy, <laughs> no doubt about it. Yeah, or El Dorado, you know, Monta Vista, Eisenhower, El Dorado, or Michigan, and you chose Michigan. Uh, so we probably will talk a little bit about that at the end of the conversation but more importantly uh you guys have won six of your last eight games um i know uh you've talked about wanting to be in a situation where you controlled your own destiny uh you're going to need some help but even to be in this situation zach uh it's got to have the city of pittsburgh excited about what you've done as of late in particular zach yeah definitely and it's it's um you know, uh, a little bit annoying in that way that, you know, we're, we're doing a good job. We're six and two since the bye. Um, but, you know, as I said, when we said last week and the weeks before, we don't control our own destiny. So um, we just, we got to win this last game. You know, we've been, I've been saying that for weeks. We just got to win out, um, which we've, we've had to do and which we've been um, on the right path to do. But all we can do is focus on beating the Browns, who are going to be, uh, of course, trying to knock us out of the playoffs um, as, a, as a divisional rival and opponent. And then um, win that game, and hopefully all the cards fall in the right place. But I mean, it's um, you know when we were talking six, seven weeks ago, it felt like uh, the playoffs were, were were definitely an afterthought as far as the season goes, and now they're kind of front and center. So um, we'll see how everything pans out. Yeah, he's stacking those wins, as Coach Mike Tomlin talks about. And we're talking to Zach Gentry of the Pittsburgh Steelers right here on Team Talk ESPN Radio 1017, the team. Uh, so 
this rivalry, uh, even Chris Collinsworth, you know, said during the game, you know, the last five, six, eight times he's called these games between the Steelers and the Ravens. It's it's just a tight game, and you can almost figure that before the game even starts. I mean, that was a, a physical game, Zach. I mean, uh, you know, getting three yards, either team uh, was an adventure because things in the trenches. So, obviously, you know, you were in on a lot of those plays. Uh, tremendously physical game last night. Talk about that, Zach. It's always physical when we play the Ravens. Um that's something that was kind of born in the late '90s, early 2000s, with, with uh, you know both teams having some great defenses. You know when you had uh, Ed Reed and and uh, you know Ray, Ray Lewis and you Ray, know yeah, and then Ed you had Reed, yeah Ray Polamalu. You got James Harrison. You know you had all those guys on de- on those defenses that were just so gritty and tough and, and would smack you around. So. Um, you know, it's it's one of those rivalries that's been tough and physical for decades now, and I mean, obviously, no stranger to them. I think it's the, oh, that is the eighth time I've played them um, as a Steeler. So it's always a physical game, especially our styles. You know, we both want to run the ball, um, and you know, like you said, uh, every time we play them, it's it's a one score, one possession game, uh, especially when we're in Baltimore. I mean, it's. Uh, I'm not sure exactly what those scores were like since I've been here, but um, gosh, I can't I can't remember a game that we played them when it wasn't um, you know a game that came down to the very last possession. Well, you've been there now uh, four years, Zach, uh, and um, you've seen Coach Tomlin in a lot of different situations. Uh, the other debate during the broadcast last night is you know was he did, is this his finest season as a coach and you know with the loss of Ben and uh, a lot of other things uh, along the way this year I mean uh, you, you I know you've admired coach Tomlin uh, since the day you got there but my goodness man uh, he's a difference maker Zach absolutely and, and he's just so unwavering and, and he knows how to get the job done uh, and that is something that's kind of uh, been on the back burner in my mind a little bit, haven't thought about it a whole lot because I haven't really needed to, but it is very impressive the way he and the team uh, both have dealt with the departure of uh, Ben Roethlisberger. Usually when you see teams uh, have a first ballot Hall of Famer, you know, franchise, all-time quarterback leave, there's um, a ton of things that can go wrong for you in the coming years, and we kind of um, hopefully got that taste out of our mouth in the, after the first half of the year, but um, you know, we're, we're a solid team, and uh, that's a lot of that is testament to Coach Tomlin, the way he's coached us through it. Um, you know, like the way I said, he was unwavering, and he's been a still target, has been moving. So um, that's, that's pretty impressive uh, on his end, and, and hopefully we get this win not only to make the playoffs, but to keep him above um, 500 for his career as head coach. Yeah, a lot on the line for Week 18, and thanks to the Pittsburgh Steelers going 6-2 and two over their last eight games, now coming down to Week 18 with the Cleveland Browns. Steelers need a win. They need some help for, from a couple of games in the AFC East as well, but all the focus on this game with the Cleveland Browns as we're talking to Steelers tight end Zach Gentry. You know, Zach, when you guys are on the sidelines, you're you're mostly with your position groups or your position coaches talking about what's going to happen up next, but how much interaction is there between the offense and the defense. I mean, especially when you guys are on a run like this where all of a sudden now you put yourself in this position to play yourself in 
I, I mean, I have to imagine the team's totally coming together. You guys are all playing for each other, offense and defense, especially these last two weeks with them coming down to the end like that. I mean, how much interaction is there uh, with, with you, and how much are you interacting even with some of these guys on defense when you're on the side, uh, when you're, uh, you know, just when everything's going on? Well, I think there's probably a little more interaction than people realize. Um, you know, several times uh, during that game yesterday, in general, in these games, you know, the defense comes off after a big stop and we're all uh, offensively over there talking to them and congratulating them. And, uh, I mean, there were several times, especially the last two drives we went on, where we had a lot of the defensive players come up to us in the offensive huddle and, you know, kind of give us some words of encouragement, you know, tell us to seal the deal. So um, when you're on a roll um, and you're winning some games and there's there's stuff on the line to play for, I think a lot more emotion comes out. Um there's a lot more chatter on the sidelines, and so I think there's a lot more um, support from offensive and defensive sides uh, to get the job done because everybody's kind of uh, realizes we're right there on the cusp. You know, on the radio call for the game-winning touchdown pass to Najee Harris, they're talking about you know how this is how legends are born, and between even before the touchdown pass to Najee, the throw to Steven Sims before that. I mean, the way that everything had to come together. I mean, what did that look like from your vantage point, Zach, with just an absolute dart right over the middle to Steven Sims? Well, that was a beautiful pass by Kenny. Um, did a great job all night of making reads and delivering the ball in the right spots. Uh, and, you know, it's one of those stories, storied rivalries where there are so many, um, you know, monumental moments where you can look back and say this is where a career was born. Um, so I think, you know, Kenny probably uh, hopefully had, had one of those moments where we can look back and say, you know, this is one of those moments where we kind of saw what was in store for his future and, and saw, you know, how he was going to progress from there. But I just, um, you know, I think he's done a fantastic job uh, protecting himself and, uh, there were several times yesterday where he got out of the pocket um, in really nifty ways, uh, you know, reversing out and things like that to, to avoid pressure and, and making a lot of throws down the field when, you know, kind of across his body or when he's scrambling. And so stuff like that is, is neat to see live in person and on the field with him. Um, and, and, you know, he was just kind of slinging it around yesterday, and it was um, fun to watch, fun to watch him go get, you know, back-to-back game-winning drives uh, two games in a row at, uh, pretty special for a rookie quarterback in those big games. Steelers tight end Zach Gentry with us here on Team Talk ESPN Radio 101.7, the team. All right, so in the movie Major League, they have that cardboard cutout late in the movie, and they peel off one piece every time they win a game because they know that's the number it takes to get into the playoffs. Anything you guys got to, uh, going on behind the scenes, Zach? I mean, we won't tell Coach Tomlin over here. You know all that information is safe safe on this show. <laughs> uh you know, nothing, nothing really like that, I guess. Um, you know, the biggest thing for me is um, you always hear all this uh, coach talk and, you know, to an extent, fan talk about, uh, you know, don't listen to the outside noise, you know. Uh, <laughs> other stuff has to happen, but just worry about, you know, beating beating the Browns. It's like, okay, yeah. Uh, I think a lot of guys on the team have kind of adopted this feeling of, well, yeah, we know we have to beat the Browns. Of course we do, but we also would like to be very aware of what happens, what has to happen uh, elsewhere for us to make the playoffs. You know, it's kind of funny. You got the, the coach and fan talk, like, well, you got to just focus on that one. It's like, yeah, yeah, we know, we know, but we also know some other stuff has to happen, so we're going to root for the appropriate team. And of course, the yeah. uh, and of course the the Jets have to beat uh, the Jets have to beat Miami, and the Bills, who could still be playing for the one seed in the AFC, have to beat New England along with 
the importance of, of beating the Steelers. So, yeah, right there in front of you. And, t and, I mean, a lot more plausible as far as the things that need to happen than it felt like certainly a couple weeks ago, Joe and Scott. No doubt about it. Uh, we're talking to Zach Gentry of the Pittsburgh Steelers, former El Dorado quarterback, Michigan Wolverine tight end, now current tight end with the Pittsburgh Steelers. He joins us every Monday night as he has all throughout Monday Night Football. We really enjoyed uh, chatting with Zach. And uh, Scott Galetti, I know, has got a question or two for you. Zach, go ahead, Scott. I want you to walk us through that final drive, Zach, because one of the cool parts is on one of the replays, there's big number 81 helping push the pile. So what was it like you being on the field during that drive? Well, there's obviously a, uh, a heightened sense of urgency. <laughs> so being in on that drive a few times is, uh, you know, you obviously want to move the balls. And on a couple short yardage situations, actually um, a couple of the times we uh, had, you know, second or third and short. And so we put Kenny on a quarterback sneak, and it was uh, one of the plays where we shift the offensive line and I actually slide down to the tackle position so I have to block a big three tech or uh, you know interior defensive lineman so uh, yeah I mean, when you're when you're in those situations um, you gotta you gotta bring the hat you gotta bring some, some physicality and so luckily I was able to do that and, um, you know it's, it's dirty gritty job to get down in there and do that um, but at the same time it was kind of a almost a relief for me in a way because the, the crowd was so loud I was um, you know, a little closer to the quarterback so I could, I could hear the cadence a lot better so I could time my get-off a little bit. Any other part, we already talked about just, you know, you got to win out and you need help. But at the same time, winning that game the way you did yesterday on the road, what does that say about your team and what can you take from that game going forward? Is it kind of a collective who we got out of that? Or is it, hey, well, now we can just let it loose. It's the last game of the season. I think it shows a lot of resilience. Um, you know, the, the the peaks and valleys you've been through throughout the year. Um, I think, in you know, to be blunt, I think there are some teams out there that uh, you know would would probably have given up a little bit more than us. You know, we we I, I can appreciate and respect the fact that we have a group of guys that see that there's a, there's a possibility, there's a, a glimmer of us being able to get in the playoffs, which is uh, one of our obvious goals every year, and so. Uh, you know, I, I think that, you know, in some certain situations, some places maybe the collective wouldn't be as inclined to try to, you know, fight their tails off to get in there, even if it's, uh, you know, the last wild card spot. And so I can appreciate our coaches and our players um, really coming together and making sure that uh, we're a part of the postseason. All right, Zach. Well, I we got to bring it up because we've talked about Michigan all year long and obviously that game on Saturday uh, was a tough one. Um, I know you guys are doing things the day before the game, but uh, did you have a chance in your schedule uh, to watch that Michigan TCU game, Zach? I did. I, you know what? I ended up seeing pretty much the entire thing. Uh, as soon as we landed in Baltimore, I was able to watch it on my phone until we got to the hotel and turn off the phone, turn on the TV. Um, yeah. The game ended actually right before we were about to start getting into meetings. So I was able to watch the whole thing. I mean, man, you know, uh, unbelievably wild and crazy game. Uh, obviously disappointed, but uh, always going to be supportive and, and, you know, love love the alma mater. So um, certainly disappointed and really thought we were the better team, but um, not, not on Saturday. You know, TCU was the better team, and they made less mistakes. So, um Tough to swallow, yeah. but hopefully 
back to the playoff again. No doubt about it. I mean, it's one of those uh, stories. And, you know, I mean, I'm sure Coach Tomlin would use the term that, that Michigan left a lot of meat on the bone. I mean, uh, so many red zone chances and different things that happened. And like you said from the beginning, you know, give TCU a lot of credit. Uh, but, you know, that, to have Michigan maybe not capitalize as much uh, as they would have liked to uh, there is, is as, a, as a Michigan fan, I know uh, you had to have been disappointed and <laughs> bummed out that they were that close to going to the national championship zach yeah it, it, it is disappointing that that was uh gonna be a very very special thing um but you know they uh they got a lot of uh good years ahead of them i think um you got a great roster great great culture great coaching staff and um but yeah i mean just just like you said too many mistakes i mean from from the get-go you know the first play of the game is like a 58 yard run or something like that and then uh you know, you get down to the two-yard line and you can't put it in the end zone. Um, you know, two pick sixes. I mean, geez, if you uh, – I can't – I mean, if you throw two pick yeah. sixes in any game, i got to think that the, the chances to win decrease, I mean, unbelievably. Um, so it, it was just a ton of mistakes. It's actually, uh, looking back, it's, it's pretty crazy that it was as close as it was considering the amount of mistakes that we've made. I know we were able to force some turnovers later, but – Geez, I mean, it kind of—it's a little more disappointing to me thinking about that, knowing that if we would have played a clean game like we had played pretty much the entirety of the season, that uh, it probably would have been a better outcome for us. All right. Well, the outcome you're uh, focused on is Sunday at home against the Browns. Uh, and by the way, uh, the Bills will be playing uh, the. Um, uh, the the Patriots at the same time, and then uh, Jets and Dolphins at the same time. So uh, while your game is going on, all these other things are going on. And by the time you know two thirty Mountain rolls around, we'll we'll see whether the the Steelers are in the playoffs. And uh, either way, Zach, uh, you guys have really you know proved what you guys are made of. The the character you showed to finish this season after the tough start, I think it says a lot about the whole organization. Zach, we're gonna let you go, man. We'll talk to you next Monday. And hopefully we're talking about a playoff uh, appearance, but I know you're just trying to, to get through Sunday and uh, the Browns. Thanks so much, Zach. Absolutely. Thank you, guys. Have a good one.